Hello there. Welcome back. Glad to have you. This is a uh, an episode here that is going to reflect on the previous episode. You will hear Zach and I, the our guest, he was our, uh, what do you call him? He was like a student of the podcast, sitting there, listening in while we were uh, conducting that interview with Joel. So you're going to hear a lot of just uh, us talking and, you know, about what makes a good podcast, because he was there to learn how to do a podcast, and, you know, we... As always, we make some errors, and we try and recover, and roll with the punches. So you're about to hear us just dissecting what exactly happened with the uh, episode there, and how how exactly one does a podcast. How does it work? Why do you do it? What happens when you try? This is what we will discuss, and of course, I will, as always, ask Dale J. Gordon, what happened today? All right, you're back on the Chris Break Show for a little special segment. Uh, Sarah has left for the day, and John is running an errand. And now I'm sitting here with our, well, I don't know what title to give this guy for what he was performing. He was He's a, he's a student of the podcast. He's only about a, a stone's throw away from us as far as our knowledge goes. But he wanted to see what we were doing here. His name is Zach Attack. I don't, I don't know if that's really his name. But he is starting his own podcast. Do you have a Do you have a name that you're going with, Zach? Yeah, we're gonna go with Movie Buzzed. Movie Buzzed. Yeah, it's like Movie Buzz, but then the ED is in uh, the like uh, brackets. So oh, you're uh... putting brackets. <laughs> on. Now, will that be easy to search for on the? I hope so. <laughs> I'm gonna put as many keywords as I can that someone will find. What is the topic? What's what What are you guys gonna be doing exactly? Um, well, part of the title is that it gives away what we're doing, hopefully. And <laughs> we're, yeah. So you're going to make a movie while buzzed. We're watching a movie while uh. progressively getting more buzzed. So <laughs> I figure by the end, the best content will start to emerge, hopefully. Wait, you mean the movie's going to get better or the show's going to get no, better? No, no, both. You, <laughs> but you might just be drooling on yourself as if you're uh, Joel talking about cancer victims. It probably won't get that bad. That guy, that, guy, that, guy, that guy smoked way too much weed, didn't that he? That guy fucking rambled. And I've hung out with that guy yeah. before when he was stoned. And I don't think he was like that at all. Well, the funny thing is, is he's always talking shit about me. Because like, I've, I've gotten into that guy before, you know, where like he was, you know, when we talk <laughs> like pol- anybody. Yeah, well, really. you know, like we talk politics and I'm like, you know, I get crazy, you know, schizophrenic watching this shit, you know. And he's like, like those weird deep-seated like videos like like 911 truth movement but Zeitgeist even, even deeper like. than that mm-hmm. and he wanted to talk about that i'm like no i haven't watched those in years i don't want to talk about it cuz i'll get crazy and then he's like no you have to watch this video and it was like a sandy hook video i'm like dude i have not watched a video like that in years and Joel's like well you got to watch this one it's about sandy hook which had just happened you know like a week before and i'm like oh fine dude if you want me to watch it i will and then I watch it, I'm like, yeah, man, that's just crazy. And he's like, whoa, whoa, calm down. What do you mean crazy? You can't be talking like that. I'm like, no. I was like, I totally believe it because of this and this and this and this and this. And, you know, I'm just acting crazy. And this guy's like, you're crazy. I'm like, I'm not crazy. I might be acting crazy, but I'm not crazy. And it just came down to him calling me crazy. And I got really pissed off. And he kept saying things belitt- belittling me, saying that I 
smoke too much weed or drink too much alcohol and I'm losing brain cells. What are you, stoned on marijuana? Yeah, and then this guy's like, hey, I want to come on your show. And what does he do? He smokes weed and he, and he doesn't, he <laughs> doesn't smoke fucking weed. thing. Yeah, he doesn't smoke weed. Like, that's not his thing. You know, he's not anybody I would classify oh. as a pothead. But, you know, he calls up on the show because he wants to and he can't even get his fucking point out. And I think people that don't maybe necessarily indulge too much, they tend to exaggerate their... Uh, <laughs> Level of intoxication, you know, sometimes. Oh. So, oh, and then, and then fucking this and that and that and this and this. It's like, well, I know you're not stoned Man. enough to fucking concentrate on what we're doing right now, which is trying to get a solid interview for this podcast. Like, help me out here. Yeah, it was his idea. <laughs> it's like, like I, I can understand being nervous. Okay, I'm going to call into a show. It's like, well, we're all friends, so you don't have to be nervous. And do me a favor if you're ever going to call into this show and you're a friend of mine, just be yourself. And uh, don't build it up. And, and just do it. And I'll, don't don't try and one-up me because I'm going to smack you down. From experiencing it, you know, now from a first-hand point of view, I'd say, like you said, just be yourself. And be – don't get offended when someone's – you know, it's not, criti- it's not criticism. It's just a friendly banter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in the background, yeah, people are going to be cracking up because it's, it's, a, it's, it's a humorous story. Like, this girl laid this whole sob story on this guy about having cancer and whatnot, and that's, like, horrible. But then the combination of the way the guy told the story (laughs) (laughs) and, like, the anticlimactic nature of the end because he couldn't get through it, you know, it was like, I can't help but laugh at you, but I want you to know that if 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 only you were laughing with me. Yeah, and he, he was laughing, but that's because he was a little too doped up. He's a potted plant over there, and I don't, you know, like I don't know, I don't know if what he was doing was even telling a story. <laughs> like he was just, he was just recounting details that he remembered. Like, and that's why I liked it. I, you kind of took it over, and you were sort of telling I, I the story for the guy. It's like this is how you tell a story, guy. <laughs> this is how you be you and experience your own life. I don't, but. I mean, he just he, – but he laid the pieces in such a way that you couldn't even really make up for what he had done. No, that was – you You did take a survey of all three of us, and we all gave you shrugged shoulders as to what the <laughs> fuck is this guy talking about. We got – and John summed up – you know, we got frequent flyer miles. We got cancer, and that's about it until you're like, you know, this guy – this chick did not have cancer. <laughs> Holy shit. If this guy would have told the story correctly – this would have been an amazing revelation. If you got you know. tips on how to tell a story, uh, you can just send them over to us on the Twitter, or you can uh, contact Jolted Joel on the Instagram. That's the only thing I know. Jolted, <laughs> Jolted Joel. Is it is it spelled Joel. is it spelled legitimately? It's like? uh, as far as I know, it's J A. Well, it was it was uh, J O L T E D J O E L. Because I just I just have a feeling that if someone's listening to this <laughs> no, podcast, they, they would like to contact the guy and be like, hey. Yeah, his his name's Joel. You know, he lives. He's a, the the funny thing about the guy is he's got like a double major, like masters, like <laughs> in like you know political science or I don't I don't even know what the you know the guy the guy is like highly educated. But you that's, know, he's like forty year forty four years old. I, I'm really exaggerating wow. his age, but you know. But that's uh, it. Might be a common issue. Uh, you've had someone on here before that have talked about some issues. I guess you'd call them with the uh, you know. Uh, clippers <laughs> at the uh, at the barber chair, and uh, that person is also very highly educated, but he also has trouble. Oh, you're talking uh, about Doctor Pong Fong. There we are. 
Yeah. Dr. Pong Fong. With the ASMR. He's one of the most intelligent people I've ever met in my entire life. And not only just about, <laughs> like, specific things, but about a broad variety of things. But the way he expresses himself sometimes, he's just so excited about what he has to say well, that he, he got, can't contain himself almost. Well, he got his point out fine, but he was just so boring. Whereas Joel was just, like... A lightning bolt coming at you. Here's what I gotta say. Yeah, but I don't know how to say it. I just <laughs> I want to tell you about this. So I met this girl, and she was wearing blue shoes, and her laces her laces were tied in such a way to where they weren't entirely tied all the way up. It's like the devil like, is in the details, sir. Yeah, and, and you're you, killing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and you're killing yourself on air. You know, the best part about this this whole experience is the edit that you can do that not only on the fly. The edit's hard, but in advance, you're like. I might have to edit this guy. <laughs> Holy shit, I have to edit this whole segment. You know, yeah, Joel, like having Joel on the show and telling his story was the only time during the recording of the show that I realized I'm going to have to cut him out. And the worst, you know? I think the worst part is this, my grandpa is getting, he's old, so he's getting kind of sick. And when he's having good days, he realizes that he's, that he can't remember things. But when he's having bad days, he doesn't recognize that he can't remember things. And I think that's how, you know, like, I felt so bad for Joel because it's like, you're telling this incredible story, but you don't realize <laughs> how, bad how, you're yeah, how badly you're telling this uh, fucking epic tale that it could be. Oh, he got swindled. <laughs> Joel got swindled hard, and he wasn't even able to express how hard he got swindled. And the best part is, apparently, you said this guy's right. still married to her, right? Or he just uh, recently got I, divorced. According so. to Sarah, who heard a portion of the story I didn't, apparently, is that he, he did get a divorce, but like, I think he had to pay for it. How long, how long... I can't even put it into words. He's got me flabbergasted. Like, there's so many questions I wish I could ask just the man himself and just have this kind of conversation with him, which I probably could if it wasn't on air. He hadn't, you know, indulged prior. He probably felt a little, a little nervousness, you know. I'm glad. A little bit. I'm glad he got to be the butt of the joke because he's always talking shit to me like, "Oh, you're brain dead. You, you can't." You're stupid because you smoke too much weed. It's well, like, look well, at the power this you know pot what, man? head has now, buddy. You're going to look like a jackass. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I haven't really, honestly, Joel, I haven't smoked weed in about three weeks, you know? Maybe once a week, you know, within that three-week period. So, you know, I, I'm I'm sorry that you had to make the decision to smoke the weed. I'm, act, I'm talking like this is an intervention. I'm sorry that you had to make the decision sorry that you to, had to smoke, smoke the tweeds. The weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tweeds. You don't know nothing about tweeds. <laughs> Sorry, you had to smoke the tweeds uh, before you decided to call us because uh, this was your idea, man, and you just uh, you <laughs> fucked yourself and you made yourself look like a goddamn fool. So this and is, I, I take a little bit of enjoyment out of that. I apologize, but I, I'm a, I'm kind of happy because like oh yeah, like, you. like what you said. What'd you say? Who's the pothead now, motherfucker? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, this is a fucking degenerate stoner now, buddy. <laughs> you. Uh, At least I have good sense not to say on the air. Oh, I'm too high to tell this story. I would have just hung up the phone and be like, hey, sorry, man, I can't call you today. <laughs> or in the next hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Let me eat some food. I got to drink this gallon of coffee. Well, okay, so, you know, I'm trying to do this podcast. So that kind of brings me to this question about show prep. Now, clearly you do show prep with the, the people you're hosting with, you know, you get like a, a basic idea, but like. And I've heard you talk about talking to specific guests about, you know, this is how we're going to do it. And they can just run through it in a minute and be flawless and you'll feel comfortable. With Jill, did you 
you at least let the guy know that, hey, this is what we're doing. But how far beyond that did it go? Was it like, you oh. need to construct this story so it sounds good? Or, like, well, we're just going to let you go ahead and, you know, bullshit. I, I went... Well, the way the way Joel delivered it was pretty much in his nature. You know, that's how he delivers things. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, uh, when I talked to him last night, I you know he he pretty much just said, or maybe it was two days ago, uh, he said I want to be on the show, and I was like, yeah, you know what, that's cool. And he wanted to talk about Batman, and, <laughs> and I was no, I yeah, I am fully yeah. in. If you have any kind of Batman discussion, well, I can, will be the first listener. Well, you can yeah, okay, first good. caller, like I'll, whatever the fuck you want. I'll remember that. It probably would have went better than what we did. But I you just know. had this. I'm sorry, I was fast by this conversation yesterday, and I used to be a Punisher man, and now the past couple of years I've been a Batman guy, like. Batman's my guy. But go ahead. So, so I told Joel. So I told Joel. I was like, you know what? Uh, why don't you come on and tell that story about that cancer faker? And he was like, you know, he's like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. I hate that woman. I want to get her name out. I want to say her name. I want to do all this stuff. And then I, then I warned him. And I was like, you know, you got to be careful about saying her name. You know, even if she did do all these things, you can't completely put her on blast. And he was like, I'm going to do it. I was like, okay, well, that's fine with me. You know, because what what do I care? Ain't my ain't my uh, cancer ain't my problem. <laughs> and um, then then he tells me that he's going to come up with an outline and have you know have key points he wants to touch on and get to, so that he doesn't just fumble his way through it. Beautiful. So I was, like, I was like, okay, cool. And then about twenty minutes before you know he came on today, he texted me and said, I don't want to say her name. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Then he got on the phone and uh, apparently he hadn't planned an outline. You know, because, <laughs> that's the best. That's what I was figuring. So yeah, and and same thing with Brian. Like I said earlier, you know, but you can't you can't control these things, and you got to run with them, and you you can't really get pissed off about them. As far as show prep goes, you can't get too pissed off. I mean, I can get pissed off on the air. You know, at the end of the day, when I get off the air, I don't give a shit. You know, like whatever. I'm going to call both these guys up and make fun of them. Mm-hmm. You know, but <laughs> during the air, it's even funnier if I'm like, all right, I got to cut you off, man. I'm hanging up. You know, like so he was really he was. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get an outline. Yeah, you know, I'm, both. I, I'm ready to go, bro. Like when you call me, I'm gonna be on spot. And then oh, 20 yeah. minutes before, he's like, Ugh. "Well, he called me. Like Joel called us. Like both Brian and Joel were like, I'm making an outline. And then you know when I talked to Brian, he was he didn't want to go through the interview thing because I like to do because what we aim for is a eight minute interview. And then but beforehand, I'll talk on the phone to the guests and do a 20 or 30 minute interview. And then a lot of times I've noticed with Brian is he didn't want to do the 20 or 30 minute interview because he did not want to expel himself. Is that the word? Expel himself, you know, from the eight minute interview. Oh, okay. So he, I don't know. So he wanted to get that feeling like it was kind of like, you know, like a on the spot sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Pretty much what it comes down to. And Zach, this is something I struggle with in my life. Brian doubted me. It came down to Brian doubting me. And in the end, as much as I love to be right, I'd much rather love to put on a better show. Mm-hmm. It's not that about being right, but Brian doubted me, and he got to witness firsthand what happens. So he doubted you in the fact that you know, I don't need this yeah. prep or this yeah. like, to get ready. And I, and I did tell him. I was like, you know, you're a friend of mine, so you probably don't need it because I know everything you're going to say. And I'll try and direct you. But he just... He wasn't even directable because he wasn't even really saying anything in the first place. <laughs> so, since you're not going to do that, I'm going to go ahead and throw you for a loop and put you on double call with another guest. Yeah. <laughs> Got to do something. 
you know, and I knew Adam Ricky was going to be a maniac because that guy's a loose cannon anyway. Yeah, he's like show prep. Yeah, yeah, right. I didn't. Well, no, I I show prepped him. I told him everything. Like I, yeah, I talked to him. I was like, I want to have you on talk about the idiots, blah blah blah. But blah. did he offer an outline, or was he just like, cool, let's go? He just said, cool, <laughs> let's go, and he sounded pretty high himself. You know, kids, uh, marijuana is going to ruin your life. You're not going to accomplish anything if you're smoking weed all the time. It's fun, but to quote uh, Samuel L. Jackson or Del Roby from Jackie Brown, he says. Y'all's a couple Cheech and Chongs. He says, I smoke weed at the end of the day after I handle my business. So keep in mind, kids, smoke your tweeds at the end of the day after you handled your business. I would have to agree there. I would say that the uh, marijuanas are very um, anti-motivational. They oh, give yeah. you They give you that create... that. that you lose your inhibitions, so you feel like you're more creative. Like you have the ability to be, you know, like I said, no ambitions, <laughs> basically. Uninhibited. Uninhibited. There we go. Take, take us seriously. With non uninhibited ambition, non ambitions. <laughs> but, but it also plasters you to that couch mm-hmm. to where you're like, oh, I have all of these ideas. But I do not feel like moving to get them accomplished. My, yeah, our buddy so, Ryan told me. I'm sorry. No, ahead. I'm just saying, you know, in that instance, it's more uh, productive to actually grab a notepad, write something down, yeah, and then take you advantage. Will forget it. Oh, yeah. A, you you'll will. forget it, and B, like I said, you're non motivated. So it'll actually help you when you are motivated to be like, oh, yeah, I our, remember these. Our buddy, our buddy Ryan, who's uh, never really done anything creatively. But oh, he mocks every. He mo- always has mocked people who do do something. Talking about uh, Ryan Moots. Yeah, Mr. Ryan Moots Boots. Uh, he said he he went through the twelve step program, and one one solid piece of advice that he told me, or at least an observation. He's probably just repeating what he heard. Let's be honest. But he said that marijuana or alcohol or drugs or any addiction, uh, being an alcoholic or being a pot smoker just makes you feel okay with doing nothing and you know that's that's 100 percent true because i mean having an addiction i noticed henry rollins i watched an interview with henry rollins from 1994 where he you know people are asking about his work ethic and why are you so busy why do you do all this stuff why do you create these books why do you go on tour why do you do all this and he pretty much said well i don't have a drug addiction to keep me busy that and explains Johnny Mnemonic. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Keanu Reeves, Ice-T, and uh, Henry Rollins. It was beautiful. It's right about that time. Early 90s. Uh, Johnny oh, yeah. Mnemonic? Yeah. I oh, don't yeah. know what that is. It's beautiful. Are you guys uh, going to watch it on your show? I pray to God we will because <laughs> it's one of those movies. See, that's the whole thing Get the about people this thing. To look forward they're, to they're like, like, you know, They're like, this is what my co-host has said. It's like Mystery Science Theater 3000, but without being able to watch the movie. But it's not. <laughs> you know, like, well, actually, like, these guys are like, we're intentionally watch these shit movies <laughs> and make them better by, you know, but laughing at them. just made Johnny Mnemonic sound awesome Blue blah, me. blee blor. I know. Blue blah, blee blor. Yeah, that's, that's the robots and the aliens making the show sound better in Mystery wow. Science Theater 3000. 
I don't it, I, there's I don't I never really watched it. There's an alien, some kind of. It's like the the guys in the Muppet Show, you know, up in the balcony. There, yeah, right? I, I mean, I've seen like the outlines of them. Yeah, that's basically. It just all seems stupid to me. That's the gist of the show. Like, don't hate me if you like the show, but it all seems stupid. Yeah, to me. like chuckled. Yeah, yeah, we get it. You can yep. you can watch a movie and you can make you know funny jokes about it. I like know, the idea uh, of the riff tracks though. But you also can download the podcast. You know that right? No. Oh, that's no. What I see, thought. that's uh, see, that's where I was trying. See, see, see. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the whole problem I don't with everyone comparing you. Here. Well, you're comparing shit to other shit, and it's like, well, this has already been done, and this is. I mean, well, I kept yeah. asking you if it was a companion piece. Yeah, you keep asking and that. I'm not quite sure yet. Uh, part of it will be. Uh, so Mystery Science Theater puts out these things called riff tracks, mm-hmm. which are like free, you know, like podcast things that you download. You and can listen to them while you're watching. The it's movie. movies that are still in the theater. Oh, nice! And you go and you t- you put your MP3 player in your ears, and you go to the uh, movie theater, and you listen to these guys rip on the movie that you're watching. So, or any is film. that more of a, like a? Would you do that more of a second view sort of thing? I don't know if I'd necessarily want to watch a movie uh, premiere and have these guys like jabbing in my ear about this. Well, I mean, it depends on what you like more. I don't know. Some, I mean, some people live and die, you know, like by this MST3K, yeah, you know, know, like. Yeah, it's it's gospel to see these it. people. Yeah. I understand like, that. Kevin Smith does the same thing with uh, his, or used to with his movies that were in the theater. He would put out commentary tracks for his films. Well, we went, like, well even so, like even now that's more technologically advanced, we went to one of the screenings of Red State, and he was in the audience live tweeting as the movie was playing. Well, yeah. You know, well, I'm just saying there's like there's plenty of these like. No, but I I mean like he wants like you see Clerks two in the theater, on your own you like it, then you can go and download a free MP three of a commentary track while the movie's still in the theater and you go and you rewatch, re-watch Clerks two so, yeah, in the so theater with the commentary in your ears. It's a rewatch, but that's what I was getting at with with the, with the whole live tweet thing. It's like you need this instant gratification like immediately, but with what we're doing is kind of like. You've seen these movies. You know these movies. You love or hate these movies, and we're presenting them to you from our point of view. As you know, like I've yep. been trying to say, this is why I think it's important. <laughs> you know, like you always have to have something to say. They always say you need to have something to say. And you, you got a good point of view, and you're a funny guy. And Caleb's a funny guy. Yeah, I think so it'll I'm, work out. I and, know that I'm I'm pointing out things like, oh well, this they did this before. These people did this, but you and Caleb both have your own. But just like the Chris Brake show, it's angles. like you're saying things that have been said before, I'm sure, in some way or another. Yeah. But you're saying it with your own voice. You're doing it in your own way. So it's not just the same, like, recycled crap that you're going to hear. You're going to, you know, pop music or something. Like, you're going to hear the same the same tracks or something, you you know. This is a little different. It's a little different. It's not the same thing. What I'm trying it's to say not, is it's not the same. It's a jump to conclusions, Matt. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see that guy, I saw him last night in, in uh, Lady Killers. All I can think of is fucking Bill Dotry from King of the Hill. I've never watched that, it's really. A, it's an, yeah, that guy's incredible. Steven Root, I love that guy. But the point of, you know, they always say, well, what do you got to say? What do you got to say here? Well, what I got to say is, hey... Watch these movies with us. Have a good time. You have a couple of pals. When you're watching movies, you're probably getting a little buzz, right? You're probably oh, drinking, yeah. maybe smoking a little. Absolutely. Well, we're going to be doing that with you. Yeah. And we're going to tell you why we love these movies and, and what they can, mean to us. And you can do it by yourself. Like, you can watch these movies by yourself, and you're listening to Zach and Caleb tell you the shit that they're thinking while shit, you're watching son, it. I watch these movies by myself yeah, a but majority I'm saying, but I'm of the saying, time. I'm saying, like, when, if I'm sitting there by myself watching a shitty movie... 
I'd much rather have some friends talking some shit on it. Well, that's what you I'm know? saying to so, you. So I'm and saying you. that you, as a listener, can listen to Zach and Caleb talk shit on these shitty movies. And it's like they're in your own home. And you don't have to be by yourself. Right. You're sitting in your car alone driving somewhere for watching five hours. A, watching a movie in your car. Watching a movie <laughs> with your uh, in-dash in DVD player, which is totally illegal. Do it. Is that and illegal? And do it with me. Yes. Uh, you can, you can't, somebody got pulled over with their Google glasses on the other week. And the, Those are actually on the market? They're trying to, they're trying to say that, uh, this lady was, you know, viewing something that wasn't driving necessary, like a GPS or something. She's like, I didn't even have them on. I just had them on my face, but not on electronically. They're trying to, trying to fuck with her. I don't like it. I've never seen people watching porn on these things. That would be awesome. I've masturbated in my car at least four or five times. And if I had a DVD player, it would probably be yeah. 500 times. I've only done it once while driving. <laughs> Hands-free my ass. One <laughs> hands-free device. You go, you go, you go 10 and 2 minus the 2. If you got a hands-free device, that means you're watching porn. <laughs> then what are you doing with your hands? This fucking guy with his hands-free devices over here. Thanks for listening. Zach, thank you for being here. Hey, man. Thank you for having me. All right. You're back on the Chris Break Show, and now it is time for that moment. Where I ask Mr. Dale J. Gordon, hey Dale, what happened today? Today, man, I became uncle. I became uncle little sister. She made babies. She made baby pop out. Yeah, man. Yeah, everybody congratulate me. Tried to buy me big super shots at the bar. And I say, oh, no, thanks. It's cool, man. I'll, I'll pass you up on the shots. And I had a few of them. And, uh, you know, I say, oh, that's cool, man. I'm super uncle. There was no work on my part. I just let man have sex with sister. Ha, 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 ha. And that's cool, man. And uh, everybody's going to take pictures of the baby, and I'm happy for the baby, and I got the super feeling of being uncle. And whenever I become uncle, I get super mad about the guy that's going to date her in 14 years. And I say, you better take good care of my niece, because she's a girl. And it makes me good to be an uncle. It makes me good to be an uncle, and I like everyone that has babies. But every time someone tries to show me a picture of someone that uh, is uh, taking pictures of something that they made a baby of, and the woman says, look what I pushed out of my vagina. No one ever will, no one ever gets happy with me when I show them pictures of things I pushed out of my penis. Usually semen mess or pee and all this trouble. <laughs> and all this trouble that I cause myself by thinking about things too much. About this cause of trouble, I want you to know what it's like to be an uncle. My uncles hung me upside down by my feet off the porch and they gave me Indian rug burns and they gave me noogies. And every time I asked questions about things about life, like how come I have a skeleton, they would tell me funny things. Like, um that my bones were used to make butter. <laughs> and 
and all the trouble I had with uncles. Now I'm an uncle. U N C L E. Now I'm an uncle. Oh, brother, let me tell you what it's like when you become an uncle. Chill and come over, young man. His sister had a baby. Jalen, come over, man, whose sister had a baby. Jalen, come over, young man, whose sister had a baby. And he don't want nobody messing with his... Who that is? Who that be? You coming to my Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, you be dating my niece. You be wearing a nice sweater. I know you do bad things at nighttime. I know you do bad things at nighttime. I know you do bad things at nighttime with my niece. How's the sex? The sex is decent. That's good. I want you to take care of my niece. I want you to be happy. I want you to do things that mean special things to people. Who that? Who that is? That you used to take me on a chest breath. Oh, my mom, you sick. I got it. Uh, I'm an uncle now, and it was, um, easy on my part. You will go visit, and you will buy things for him. You will purchase things. Where do you want to buy stuff for the niece? At the mall. <laughs> Doesn't it mean more if you make it on your own? <laughs> Who's that talking to my niece? Don't you talk to me like that or I'll kill you, brother. Uh, I'm protective now because I'm an uncle. I ran out of gas while I was parked. All right, that was Dale J. Gordon. Congratulations, sir. I'm happy to hear about your niece. Doesn't seem like she was born on November 30. But it seems like you got that news pretty fast, and it got delivered pretty fast. More power to you, sir. You're listening to The Chris Brake Show. Until next time, I love you. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gonna close it down like this. Good night, my friends.